1: Let's get to our guest. Alex Wong is with us. He is director of Alex K.Y. Wong Asset Management. He's on the line from Hong Kong. Alex, thanks for being with us. So we had this week reading on uh, U.S. economic growth. No surprise that the economy shrank in the States. And now uh, the markets really have dialed back their expectations for Fed rate hikes. We've saw yields move lower across the curve. The dollar weakened. Let's begin with the dollar. Do you expect the dollar to kind of trade lower against the majors going forward here at least in the near term
2: at least in the near term but uh, in the longer run i don't think uh dollar would go much lower because if you look at the new defensive equity that will s- s- still be favorable for for the dollar especially i think dollar yen so i think uh, dollar probably may still weaken, but uh, the room for weakness actually may not be too much
3: We're looking as well, Alex, about uh, these inflationary pressures, particularly when j Powell indicated they're going to be data dependent now, so not as much forward guidance as we were potentially hoping for. When you look ahead to uh, the key read we're getting out from the likes of the US, the fact that we just heard Elon Musk say, look, he thinks inflationary pressures are coming down. Do you think that we may have seen peak inflation?
2: Yeah, uh, because the common common market sector suggests so, I think uh, one of the uh, accomplishment uh, by the Fed is that uh, they the 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 wake high actually has scared off uh, speculators in the commodity markets. So we are seeing a huge pullback in commodity prices. I think that helped, but uh, other parts of inflation actually are um, related to uh, the 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 um the uh, geo- geopolitical situation in in Europe and probably also some logistics issues. I think that those things uh, uh, may not be that easily be um solved. So. Uh, we are seeing uh, signs of picking in inflation, but I don't think uh, we would see uh, the, the easing uh, to come too soon because uh, other factors actually still remains.
1: So we were talking earlier in the program about top leadership in China giving a downbeat assessment of economic growth, but there is not an indication yet that new stimulus is in the pipeline. I mean, is this something that is necessary for the mainland economy, do you think?
2: Well, yes uh, because right now um the housing market prices actually is a, a big problem for china because uh, that impact a lot of sectors and uh, we are not seeing um enough stimulus uh, to get uh, china out of this trouble uh because if you if you have a huge slowdown in in that market that would affect the banking system and probably affect consumer sentiment as well and also other commodity markets and and manufacturers. So I think that there is a a very huge problem in China right now and we need to see Uh, uh, stronger stimulus to come out from there. Otherwise, I think uh, people probably would still be very sceptical about the economic prospect in China.
3: Get more of your views on investing in Hong Kong and China, specifically the tech space, when we've had such a big week about Alibaba Group's primary listing. They've basically erased all those gains, though, and then Jack Ma's plan to give up control of Ant Group too. So we're starting to see signs that the crackdown on tech is, is potentially over. How do you view that space right now?
2: Oh, I think uh, right now still um, uh, would be affected by the concern on crackdown because uh, there's not much improvement though, uh, in that space. And, um, and also uh, Tencent and Alibaba actually are, are also kept by the concern on uh, disposal by their major shareholders because uh, Nespers and probably SoftBank uh, would dispose of uh, uh, Tencent and uh, Alibaba respectively. So that is uh, affecting the share price performance and of course uh, the prime minister would help because uh, people expect uh, those uh, Chinese money would come through the contact program so that would help eventually but in the meantime I think uh, uh, those money are not coming yet so uh, the share price will still uh, be um, uh, a little bit under pressure because of the concern of disposal by softbank and also I think uh, the uh, latest development of uh, uh, Jack Ma giving up uh, the control in N group actually will also affect sentiment so um, they would they would not to be too bad because they have already underperformed the global peers uh, for quite some time and valuation actually is not too high but uh, the upside in the, in the near term at least uh, is not too, 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 too attractive
1: so we had a call uh, on Thursday between Presidents Biden and Xi. Uh, looks like there's a little bit of positivity, the latest indication that there is going to be some face-to-face conversation in the near term. There mm. is the risk, though, that uh, U.S.-listed Chinese firms will not comply with the request from the Securities and Exchange Commission for greater transparency on accounting and uh, maybe adopting some of the standards that the U.S. would like to see in place. So if you had to bet on the potential delisting of chinese firms in the u.s would you, would you be saying that that's an inevitability
2: uh i think uh, uh that probably would be a a a problem later on uh, this this negotiation could last some time because there uh, a lot of time between the uh, actual happening uh, from and now so uh, i think there's. there's a lot of time to negotiate uh, about the uh, these uh, cultural issues. So uh, and also the share price actually already reflected that. So in the meantime, I don't think uh, investor would care too much about this uh, concern because this is already priced in. Uh, and I think uh, probably uh, the overall um, outlook, uh, uh, economic outlook in China, uh, is, is the major concern right now.
3: Mm. Well, let's get to that because it does kind of seem like that five and a half percent growth target has been slowly quietly abandoned then you had this mm. week the news that wuhan the start of the of the pandemic is going to be locked down as well i mean it just kind of seems that this ongoing COVID zero policy is going to continue to wreak havoc on the economy
2: oh yes uh the COVID zero act, uh, policy actually would be a big hit and then uh uh, and I think uh, the, the manufacturing sectors also would, would get it uh, eventually because uh, one year ago, probably China is the safest place uh, of your supply chain. But right now, probably is the most um, vulnerable place in your supply chain. So uh, that is uh, the impact of the COVID policy and that would, move, uh, manu- that would give some incentive for, for, for people to move their supply chain out of China. So that is long term impact of this policy. And also, as I've said, the the housing market's crisis actually is another factor which affects domestic consumption and demand. Mm -hmm. So uh, right now, the outlook is quite uh, a boom in China.
1: So you seem to be suggesting that the market is well aware of the risk here and has fully discounted those risks. And I'm curious, in about 30 seconds, is there an area of of the mainland market that you like right now? Quickly, uh, give me a couple of themes that you are attracted to.
2: Apparently, it's the EV and Ethereum, I think. That is uh, the, the most uh, apparent right
0: now. All
3: right, Alex, thank you so much. Alex Wong is director at Alex KY Wong Asset
0: Management, joining
3: us from Hong Kong here
0: on Bloomberg Daybreak Asia.